Hello, and welcome to the teaching ministry of Impact Family Church. For more information, including service times and directions, or to find out more about us, you can visit our website at www.impactfamilychurch.com. We trust you'll be blessed by today's message. We're going to be talking about privileged tonight. Kind of a word that's been bandied around a lot in the last few months, but in a not very great way. But I want you to know that you're a privileged people tonight. So, what's a privileged person? What is that? A person who belongs to a class that enjoys a special privilege or privileges. Now, what are privileges? The right immunity or benefit enjoyed by a person beyond the advantages of most. Definition number two, a special advantage or right possessed by an individual or group. Number three, a right or advantage gained by birth, social position, effort, or concession. And number four, a special right Immunity or exemption granted to persons in authority or to an office to free them from certain obligations or liabilities. Now, with every one of those definitions, does your mind automatically race to certain things that you know belong to you? With every single one of them. You know, and so I'm going to talk about some of the things that we enjoy, the privileges we enjoy, because there used to be a, you know, I think it was an American Express thing that membership has its privileges. Well, as a member of the body of Christ, you have privileges. You do. Well, how did you become a member? Well, let's take a look here. Let's go to John 1.12. Hallelujah. And the only thing that's going to slow me down is having to turn to these scriptures because I didn't write them out fully. John 1, 12, he says, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them who believe on his name. Go with me to Acts 26, 16. And you know this probably without even looking at it. Hallelujah. But we're going to read it. But rise and stand upon your feet, for I have appeared to you for this purpose, to make you a minister and a witness, witness both of the things that you have seen and the things that you will, I think it's 18, but we're going to read this anyway. Both of the things which you have seen and the things which I will appear unto you, delivering you from the people and from the Gentiles unto whom now I send you, to open their eyes and turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified or set apart by faith that is in me. Hebrews 1.14. Hallelujah. Hebrews 1.14. It says, it's talking about angels. He said, are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? Are you an heir? Absolutely. First Peter 2 9. I'm trying to take you on a journey here through this. First uh, Peter 2 9. But you, you, you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a set apart purchased people, that you would show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. And then go back to Romans eight seventeen. 
Romans 8, 17. And it says, and it, well, let's, let's go back here. Um, let's go back to verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. Listen, you're privileged because of who you are. You need to know who you are. And don't be ashamed to tell somebody who you are. Paul said, I know whose I am and who I belong to. He, you need to know who you are. I am somebody. Don't you ever let anybody tell you you're a nobody and a nothing. Because I'm telling you, you are, you are somebody and you are really something. Because God says you are. Know who you are. Know that it, with, it, with it comes stuff. Because if you're an heir, stuff belongs to the heir. All kinds of stuff belongs to the heir. You operate from a divine location. Go with me. You're close to this. Ephesians 2, 16. You operate in this privilege from a divine location. Ephesians 2, 6. And he has raised us up together and made us sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now go back to Ephesians 1, 21. Uh, it says, uh, da, 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 da. Let's go back up. Uh, verse 20. When he wrought, which he wrought in Christ, when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every named that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come and has given him all things under his feet and gave him to be all things to 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 be the head over all things to the church. I is the church. I is the church. Not I'm going to be. I am the church. I am the body of Christ. That's what I am. And I'm seated here, right here with him in heavenly places. And over in Colossians 1, 3, you're close by. 1, 3. Um, nope, that's not it. 1, 13. I'm sorry. 1, 13. Um, oh, gracious. Oh, you can just start up here in verse 9, but for time's sake, we're, gonna, we're not going to, we're going we're gonna to just do what verse 13 it says, who has delivered, talking about the Father, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Hallelujah. And then you have a privilege because you operate from a place of divine authority. Mark. No, let's go and do, let's do Matthew. Matthew 28, 18. Matthew 28, 18. I hope you get ready to shout some point tonight, okay? Matthew 28, 18. He says, Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe what, all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And I, lo, I am with you always until the end of the world. Jesus said, All power is mine, guys. Go. He's basically telling you, My power is your power. 
Take it and go do what I've been doing. It's all yours. You know, you're free to use it, operate in it anytime you want, anywhere you want, to take authority over any place, any time, any devil, anything. Hallelujah. Then let's go to, back to Ephesians uh, 1 again. Ephesians 1. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Back to Ephesians 1, starting in verse 18. Well, we were there just a minute ago. We're going to do it again. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you might know what is the hope of his calling, what the riches of, his, of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ Jesus when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand. It's reading it again, but it's good, worth reading. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named. Hallelujah. Not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. And he has put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. The devil has one location. And that is under your feet. That is his location. Get the the spiritual GPS out when you think he's on your back. And let it tell you again, he ain't on my back, he's under my feet. If it takes getting the GPS out, then get it out. If that's what it takes, this is this basically is your GPS right here. This telling you where to find him. You want to go looking for the devil? Look under the bottom of your feet. That's where he is, and that's where you must keep him. Hallelujah. You know, in Mark, let's now now we'll do Mark. Mark 16. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Mark 16. Starting in verse 17, and these signs shall follow them that believe in my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt them. And they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. You've been given authority because of that name. Now, we don't have time tonight, but you can study it out. Jesus was given that name by inheritance in Hebrews 1, verses 1 through 6. He was, that name was bestowed upon him. You find that in Philippians 2, verses 9 through 10. His name was achieved by conquest. You can find that in Colossians 2, 15. In the Phillips translation of it says, he. Exp- well, let's just go there. Okay, I can't do this without you reading it. I I just can't. Hallelujah. Colossians 2, verse 15. And, oh, such a glorious verse. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. The the Amplified Version, the Phillips Translation says, he exposed them, shattered, empty, and defeated in his final glorious Woo! Hallelujah! To know that he made a show of them. Hallelujah! I can just imagine what a picture that was. I'm telling you what, if you've ever seen a parade of shame, this was it. He made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it, exposed, 
shattered, empty, and defeated. Glory to God. And you and I were right there with him when he did it. Because we're in him, we were right there participating in that walk of shame. Hallelujah. Because I tell you what, when the shame of the enemy was exposed, the glory of God was made manifest. Hallelujah. I tell you what, over in Psalm 103, it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. So we're going to talk about some benefits. Where are some of the areas of privilege that you and I belong to? or They belong to us. Number one, we've become the children of God. He is our personal Savior. Um, I've got real no real order on these, and some of these I may skip down. I've got 25 of them here, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. It really is. Um, we have a divine place. We've been seated in heavenly places. We are free from sin. That you can find that Romans six eighteen and John eight thirty six. I'm gonna have to mark these off so I know what I've what I've covered. Hallelujah. Uh, let's see. We operate. From a place of divine authority, we are immune from the enemy. We have a Holy Ghost vaccination plan. We are now immune from the enemy's tactics. Isn't that good? We have been exempted. Well, that's one of our definitions. We have been exempted from everything that he tries to put on us. When we fail, when we have had, you know, uh, a place where, you know, we've not been doing what we have, we should have been doing, we are still exempted from the consequence that should come with that because of the privileges we enjoy in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh, we have the name of Jesus. What a privilege is that? I mean, you could spend eight days on talking about the name of Jesus, and it belongs to you and me. You ever seen one of those little Russian dolls? That what do they call? What do they call? What do they call them? Matryoshka, Matryoshkas. Okay, and and you take take the lid off it, and there's another one inside. And you take that one off, there's another one inside. You take that one off, there's another one inside. Listen, the name of Jesus is a continual opening of something more. You, you think you've got to the end of it? There is no end to it. There's no end. You're just, there's just more inside. 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 It never stops. You have the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You have the right to be filled with the Holy Spirit. The non-believer has no right to that, has no right to the power that's involved in that. But you and I as believers have a right. You have a right to experience the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Now, unfortunately, many people think that there's no reason for it, there's no necessity for it, that it's not even for today. I beg to differ. There is every reason that I needed. I cannot imagine living life without the Holy Spirit on the inside of me. I cannot imagine having to live and walk through this life without the power that it brings into my life. I cannot imagine all the things that would not be available to me if I were not filled with the Holy Spirit. 
I can't imagine those kind of things. Because when he came in, he came in as so many things. He is the, the counselor, the helper, the intercessor, the advocate, the standby. He's my comforter. Hallelujah. All the things I will ever need is resides on the inside of me because that I've been filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm free from sin. My flesh doesn't come to a realization of it as soon as my heart does. But when my flesh tries to rise up, I can say, no, you don't. No, you don't. I'm free from that. Do you hear me? I'm free from that. I have been made free. The son of God has made me free. I am free indeed. You put the sin that tries to come back on you, the old habits, the old things, the way of thinking, all those things, you put them in there in its place. But you say, no, I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. You may have to get up in the mirror and look at yourself sometimes and say, I'm telling you, you're free. I'm telling you, you're free. I'm telling you, you are free. When the enemy seems to have got you convinced that you're not, you go to the mirror and go, yes, you are. Yes, you are. You are free. You are free. That has no dominion over you. That has no authority over you. That has no power over you. So stop it. You can do it. Hallelujah. Uh, how, about, how about, I've always got strength available to me. Always, Ephesians, you're close by, Ephesians 3.16, one, one of my favorite verses, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory, not my glory, his glory, to be strengthened with might by his spirit in your inner man. You need to take verses like that and you need to personalize them. That he has granted unto me, unto the according to the riches of your glory, Father, to be strengthened with might by your spirit in my inner man. Hallelujah. I tell you what, you, ta- you spend some time meditating in that. Just, I mean, just reading it straight out of the Bible. And it won't take long before you're going to find there's a, there's a, a charge working its way up. I'm telling you what, there is, there is something on the inside. It's like a volcano ready to erupt. It's been down there just simmering. And the more you meditate in a verse like that, the more it begins to come up like this. Until, man, if there's a supernatural explosion that comes out of your spirit that can take on anything. Hallelujah. And then how about Nehemiah? The joy of the Lord is my strength. We say, well, you know, the joy of the Lord, yeah. Well, excuse me, but Galatians says that the fruit of the Spirit, the recreated human spirit, is joy. Do you think it's your personal joy? I think not. I think it's the joy of the Lord. If the men of the Old Testament knew the joy of the Lord is your strength, then how much more, when since the joy is already residing in me, should I understand that I have the privilege of tapping into the joy of the Lord that's already present and residing on the inside of me? What a privilege that is. Hallelujah. Um, How about divine communication? You and I have direct access to the Father. It's called prayer. It's called prayer. Go with me to 1 Corinthians 14, 2. Hallelujah. For he that speaks in an unknown tongue 
speaks not to man, but to God. For no man understands him, howbeit in the spirit he speaks mysteries. That's, those, are just, those are just things that, that you may not have any understanding of. Isn't it wonderful to know that there is a divine communication process available to you for you to pray about things that you don't even know about? That you're, pray, you're able to pray out things in advance? That you're able to pray out things that have to be touched on They have to be dealt with, but you have no way to naturally know those things. And so he's given you the ability. That's a privilege, folks. It's a privilege to know that you can pray things out. You know, when you spent time in praying and you go, well, you know, okay, I don't know, was that for a specific thing or or whatever? Listen, how many times have our prayers kept us from ever getting in the situation that the enemy had planned for us? How many times have we ever found ourselves in, in, in places where the enemy was going to attack us in our body or in our finances that we squashed him in the spirit before he ever had a chance? Ever had a chance. Or situations that involve people that you don't know all the details. You don't know the, the things that, 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 are, that are happening in, in their lives or what their intentions are towards you or the fact that some things need to be uncovered. Listen, right now, we're praying in the Holy Ghost when it comes to this, this nation and the things that are going on in the political realm and the economic realm and the social realm. There are things being prayed out, things being taken care of in the Spirit because we're speaking to God directly, and he is helping us to pray out what needs to be prayed out. Hallelujah. How about healing? Healing belongs to me. I mean, you know, I remember somebody said one time, all y'all do is talk about victory. Nobody ever talks about anything else but victory around that church. What would you like us to talk about, defeat? What would you like to talk about? Oh, woe is me. What is that old hee-haw song? Gloom, despair, and agony on high. Some churches you go to, that's what you're going to get. Gloom, despair, and agony on high. That is, I'm, listen, if that's the biggest fault we got, we talk about victory all the time, then bless God, bring it on. You know, I don't care. But you need, you need to come in here every single service and walk out of here with a new understanding, a fresh revelation that victory belongs to you. Hallelujah. Healing was Isaiah 53, 5. Himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. 1 Peter 2, 24. Himself took them. He bore them. And if we were healed, then we are healed. Amen. How about this? We've been redeemed from the curse. We've been redeemed from the curse. I tell you what, when you go back into Deuteronomy and you read all those curses, and then you come over here to Galatians 3, 13, and you find out you've been redeemed from the curse, you ought to be like, woo, hallelujah, glad I missed that one. (laughs) That's one boat I didn't want to get on. Hallelujah. You have been redeemed from the curse. If anything comes at you looking like the curse, you go, nope, redeemed. Mm, No, not I'm, I'm redeemed. No, 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 no. I am redeemed from that. Hallelujah. Oh, we've already covered this. Victory is always mine. You're in 1 Corinthians. Go to chapter 15. 
and verse 57. Hallelujah. But thanks be to God, which gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now go to 2 Corinthians 2, 14. Now thanks be unto God, which always, always, sometimes, 50% of the time, most of the time, sometimes, always, always. See, God's an all or nothing God. He's an all or nothing. He said he always causes us to triumph in Christ and makes manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every single place. How about this one? You're never alone. Never. Never alone. You ever have been tempted to feel like, it's just me, Lord. Nobody but me. Nobody nobody understands. I'm just going through this all by myself. No, in Hebrews, he says he'll never leave us or forsake us. He lives on the inside of you. He can't get out. <laughs> so you're not alone. You know, you know that old saying about me, myself, and I? You know, you got a whole lot of that on the inside of you. Me, myself, and I. They're all, Jesus said, isn't that me, myself, and I? We're all here. We're, there's a party going on in here. Just, in, just relax. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> Hallelujah. How about this? His love is always mine. Romans 8. You're, see, I'm glad to get you. You need to walk out of here laughing tonight. Hallelujah. <laughs> laughing and shouting, hopefully. Romans 8, 35 through 39. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril? Or sword, as it is written, for your sake, we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, or any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's shouting territory, folks. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. Absolutely nothing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. How about this? I have somebody who cares about me. Who cares about me. 1 Peter 5, 7. Hallelujah. You just need to be reminded of these things. You are a privileged group of people. Hallelujah. Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. The the amplified version of that says, he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. He's always got his eye on you. The Old Testament says you're the apple of his eye. There is nothing that he wouldn't do for you because he cares so much. He cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. He's not going to turn his back around and go, oh, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I, I didn't see that. I'm sorry, you know. No, he cares about you watchfully. Over in Matthew, he talks about the birds and the lilies. If he cares about it, it says, how much more. You can have a shouting party over how much more. 
How much? I remember being in one of Dad Hagen's Holy Ghost meetings in Jackson, Mississippi. And I know where we were sitting in that auditorium. And Dad Hagen got on how much more. And I tell you, the rest of that service was a shouting, dancing, running, rejoicing, meeting on how much more. It was how much more. Hallelujah. If anybody, how, if you think you, you care about your kids, let me tell you, God cares that much more and more than even that much more about you. Hallelujah. He cares. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. How much more? Glory. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. You care for us. Hallelujah. Much more than anything else. Hallelujah. We are the crowning creation. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, sit down because I got 10 more. I am anointed. 1 John 2, 20. 1 John 2, verse 20. Ah, ha, ha, let me find it. Is that right? That doesn't look right. 1 John 2. Am, am I in the wrong place? Uh, oh, there it is. Ah, <laughs> uh, but the it's two twenty-seven. Sorry, no, verse two twenty. There it is. But you have an unction from the Holy One, and you know all things. An unction is an anointing. And go down to verse twenty-seven. It says, "But the anointing which you have received of Him abides in you." Ooh, there's an anointing on you. Don't you ever go through a day thinking you're not anointed. You just need to stir it up. If it don't feel very anointed, then just stir it up. Glory to God. 2 Corinthians 1, 21. 2 Corinthians 1, 21. Hallelujah. Nope, that does not, that does not look right. Nope. Yeah, it is. For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. Oh, that is that, is that right? No. Second Corinthians. I'm in First Corinthians. Sorry. 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 Second Corinthians 1, 21. Yeah, okay. Now, he which established us with, us with you in Christ and has anointed us is God. The amplified version of that says, but it is God who confirms and makes us steadfast and establishes us with you in Christ and has consecrated us and anointed us in doing us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Ooh, I am one anointed chick. I am, I am. Hallelujah. Because God said I am. He says the same thing about you. He's, you know, sometimes we just look at people and we go, oh, they're just so anointed. As though somehow that excludes you. No, it doesn't. It just means you're anointed just like they are. The same anointing that's on you abides in them too. I mean, come on now. It may come out a little differently, but it's the same anointing. Hallelujah. How about this one? 
Tremendous power is made available, is, is yours in prayer. James 5, James 5, 17. Hallelujah. James, 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 James. That's not. Why am I having such a problem finding these things? I'm just too excited, I suppose. How about the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available? There it is, 16. I'd change my notes here. This is terrible. Uh, The effectual fervent prayers of a righteous man makes tremendous power available. The Amplifies is the earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer. Makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. Do you take the word dynamic? It's, it comes from the word dynamite. Well, what's dynamite? Power. Explosive power. Not just kind of, there, there's no duds, you know. I mean, you get fireworks and, you, you know, you, every once in a while you get a dud. Well, God doesn't deal in duds. He deals in power. Power-packed people and the effectual, fervent prayers of a righteous man or woman, boy or girl makes dynamic, explosive power available. How about uh, someone who takes my care? First Peter 5, 7 says, casting all of your care on him. Uh, we're, we're close by First Peter 5, 7, uh, says, casting all of your care, not some of it, all of your care on him because he cares for you. Then you could go over to Philippians 4, 6, says, be careful, be anxious for nothing. You know, so I'm going to go on from there. How about this one? You have no past. Oh, isn't that, is, what a privilege that is to know that he took my past and he erased it. He erased, it's, it's nothing more to me than a memory. Nothing more than a memory. I don't erase the memory, but I erase everything that went with it. All the consequences, all the pain that came with it, all the ways that it affected me. I can, I can cast those into the sea of forgetfulness because God did too. Amen. How about this? I never have to be concerned with sin. Hebrews ten seventeen says he'll remember them no more. How about this? I have the right to approach God at any time. Hebrews 10, 19 says, by boldness. We have boldness to enter into, into the presence of God. How about 22? Uh, we are given the opportunity, the ability to do anything. Philippians 4, 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Next time you're tempted to say, I can't about something, you need to remember One of the privileges of being his child is I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Hallelujah. How about 23? How about you have been provided an eternal home? We've been talking about heaven, you know, around here lately. Jesus said himself, in my father's house are many mansions. I go to prepare a place. If I go, I'm going to come back. You've got an eternal place. This isn't your home. Hallelujah. He's got one waiting for you up there better than anything you could even imagine. How about this? How about supernatural favor? Oh, that's a good one. Too bad I don't have time for it. 
You have supernatural favor. When you got put into the family of God, you got positioned for favor. You got in every, whether it's school, whether it's job, whatever it is, you got positioned for favor. Favor belongs to you. When nobody else is getting raises, you get a raise. When nobody, you can have this, you can have it. When everybody tells you no, somebody said yes to you. Listen, you can find all kinds of places where, for, where, where favor is listed. I've got like five different places, but I'm not even going to talk about this. But one of the things I want to tell you about is over in the book of Ruth, she found favor, and the favor she found overcame all prejudice against her. Now, there's a good one for you to share with somebody. Favor, the favor of God, because I am his child, overcomes everybody else's attitude toward me. And what they think of me. Doesn't matter what they think of me. Only matters what God thinks of me. And what he thinks of me is I am his beloved. I am his dear, sweet, wonderful child. And he loves me without measure. He loves me better than I could ever possibly even consider being loved. He won't leave me. He won't forsake me. And how about this? You have the privilege of being an ambassador for him. You have the privilege. Listen, it's not a duty. It's not a responsibility. Well, it is a responsibility because you, what you, you're supposed to share what's on the inside of you. But you have the opportunity to share the life of God that's on the inside of you with somebody else. You're privileged to do that. It's not a, oh, Lord, I have to witness to somebody. Oh, no. You know, pastor said this recently. Don't try to take them down the Roman road of salvation. Just tell them what God's done for you. You tell them your story. It'll make a bigger impact on them than anything else could possibly make. Because they can't dispute the experience you had when you gave your heart to God. And when, and when you've seen him work in your life, Time and time and time again. And there's no explanation for it except that I'm his child and he loves me. You have that. Hallelujah. You know, there are, there are times when we're so blessed and we recognize our blessings and yet we, we let ourselves get intimidated when we're around other people to demonstrate the blessings that God has put in our lives. Listen, don't be apologetic the blessings that you enjoy. Don't be apologetic. I don't want you going around bragging, you know, as though you're somebody. Because remember, it's not about you. It's not about you. The privileges that we enjoy are not about us. They're about him. But we can't apologize for the blessings that we enjoy. We can't apologize for the favor that he gives us. We can't apologize for the fact that we can sleep at night in peace. We can't apologize for the fact that he provides for all of our needs, no matter what kind of needs that they are. We can't apologize for the fact he blessed me. When somebody's sitting over there, you know, if, if I have a need and I see somebody over there got, their, got a need met, I shouldn't be over here being jealous. I should be over here going, thank you, God, I'm next. I'm next. I'm next. I'm next. I'm next in this line. Nobody's sending me to the back of the line. I'm next. And yet there are many believers who sit in a church and they see somebody else blessed. 
And they're just filled with envy. You know, they're filled with bitterness because I don't experience that in my life. Well, maybe there's some things you need to change. Maybe you need to go find out what some of your privileges privileges are and and start accessing them. Don't be like the old lady I read of in, in a, an article not long ago who had money. This was back in the, I think, the early uh, part of the 20th century. And she barricaded herself on the top floor of a hotel in New York City and was there for like 40 years. And she lived in absolute squalor because she wouldn't let anybody in the place. And when she finally died, they came in and discovered millions of dollars in that place. Listen, God has given you more, way more than the equivalent of a million dollars. He's given you some. Don't live your life in spiritual squalor. Enjoy everything he's provided for you. The privileges are yours. Membership has its privileges and they belong to you as a child of God. At Impact Family Church, it is our desire to see you blessed through the power of the Word of God. We have been helping people to change their world for over 25 years through our dynamic ministries and teaching. If you are going to be in the North Central Florida area and are interested in attending our services or just want more information about us, you can visit us online at www.impactfamilychurch.com.